shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Every single spring, that first day that I walk outside and I see that yellow dust all over my truck, I'm like, that is Satan's dandruff. It destroys me. I legitimately can't go outside for longer than three minutes because my eyes get swollen, my eyes get puffy, my nose gets congested, and I just simply can't breathe. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. When I started taking Claritin D about two months ago, I can finally get back outside and play pickleball again, which is what I love to do, but I couldn't do it because my allergies were so bad. Claritin D has legitimately allowed me to go outside again, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies it's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It is Thursday, May 25th, 2023. This is episode 110 of the Human Hope Podcast. What you going to do when your daughter says, Daddy, I'm getting married. What is going on, Human Hope Familia? Welcome to... <laughs> I'm just going to go straight. We're calling it the Father of the Bride episode. That's right. The Father of the Bride episode. Because that is me. What has happened? How has my life ended up here? How is Carlos Enrique Whittier Guzman Chibol Cabello? How, how am I? How am I Steve freaking Martin? How, how am I? You know, it's funny that that the movie. My daughters love the movie. My wife loved the movie. My, you know, all the all the women in my life have loved that movie. The the daughter and daughter father of the bride. She lives here in Nashville. She's married to Brad Paisley. I've, we've run in similar circles. I've seen her before. I'm, I, I've never been into that movie. But can I tell you something? I suddenly, <laughs> I secretly watched that movie the other night uh, when I was alone on a trip and cried all the way through it. And you know what I wanted to do? I wanted to, to give you an episode where I just, I just, I haven't done this yet really with anyone but my wife and my best friend, but just drop down into my feelings. Just, just laid it all out on the table for you. You know, I think the politically correct answer when someone asks you, dude, oh my gosh, congratulations. How are you feeling? Is like, oh my gosh, amazing. Like, oh, like this is the greatest day of my life. Like, oh my, I just can't believe this is amazing. It's glorious. And the problem is, is that that's not the feeling that a dad has. I don't care what dad you talk to, I don't care whatever version of father they are trying to portray. There may be a lot of that. And there's a lot of that in me, but there's also, 
there's 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 some fear, there's some sadness, there's some confusion, there's some there's lies that are spinning in your head. There's all of that mixed with joy and like wow, I can't believe like this is the guy I've been praying for her whole life. Literally. And I wanted to get into that today. I wanted to because there, there's no freaking handbook on this. Like I, I couldn't find the father of the bride handbook. And so I'm not even, she's not even, you know, like married yet. So this is definitely like new and fresh. And we're walking into the season of planning a, a wedding. And oh, first of all, let's just get, let's get this out of the way. I do not understand how I am old enough for, first of all, this is like selfish. Like I think a, a lot of dads feel this, you know, now Heather and I did have our kids young. So, you know, the benefit to that is, you know, I can have a, I, I could feasibly have a grandkid, you know, and, and be like as healthy as I've ever been in my life. And, you know, I can't even believe I'm, I believe I'm saying grandkid. Like what the, this is insane. So like selfishly, like, it's like, no, like, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not old enough to be a father of a father-in-law. But then, you know, that once you get past that superficialness, I think the reason why we, why, dads may, you know, run into the, these, these set of feelings is because it, the truth is that's, it's your little girl, you know, and as a dad, always see them at a certain age, right? So I don't know about you, but like, for me, when I look at Sohela, who is engaged, I look at her and I see like seven-year-old Sohela, like, obviously she's 21, but you know when when you when you have a memory or you, or you're thinking like like seven year old Sohela was was just kind of like the epitome of 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 who she will always be was like there right and so like at 21 she still has like those things about her at seven that were you know beautiful and so like in 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 a dad's head uh, or mom's head I'm just we're speaking as dads right now it's like my I can't believe my little seven year old girl's getting married and um. Okay, no, we're not even going there. We're not going to get there yet. We may get there in a minute. But I, I guess what I'm setting up the conversation to just be like, I'm just going to unpack my feelings. She is marrying an incredible, it literally, like, you know, I look at I look at Brady and I think everything that I prayed for, and as a dad, you know, Brady will learn this when he has a little girl. You pour everything as a father into, into your daughter. At least, you know, uh, I think a responsible, healthy father and everything and you and you work and you pour and you pray and you pray and you pray for somebody to come that can um she's going to fall in love with and is going to protect her is going to love her is going to honor her is going to pour into who she is and make her more of who she is not less of who she is and all of these things and 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 as you pray you know as i pray for that then she falls in love and then brady asks for her hand in marriage i'm looking now into the eyes of unanswered prayer, which is actually mind blowing, right? So th there's some things that you pray for, you know, maybe physically that you, you want to kind of find some healing and then, you know, maybe you find healing in a year or in a few months to have a prayer that you've prayed for, for 21 years, some people, 31 years, some people, 41 years over and over and specifically for what a single person. And then when you meet that person and that person comes in there, there's a level of awe in the sovereignty of God that when I look at Brady, I'm like, this is it. This is the answer. He's, he's the, he is the one that, that I've been praying for. So, I mean, there's been, there, there were a lot of prayers put into a human being that I didn't even know of or existed. And uh, here 
here they are. So Brady is just a great guy. He has a great family. We Heather and I are honored and blessed. We love his parents and uh, Taylor and Betsy. And you look on paper, I mean, honest, honest to God, it's the perfect, nothing is perfect. We all got things, but I'm like, wow, like Lord, th- you, you came through like, like the, this is the family that they, they, they love. They go to our same church. They love the Lord with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. They have great relationships with each other. It, it's just what I need to do is set that up so that, you know, as I unpack my feelings of just the father of the bride, how good I have it. Um, <laughs> because inevitably nobody as a dad is ever going to be good enough. Just every single father needs to know this. No, nobody is, I don't care. Nobody you will ever believe or feel in the moment is going to be good enough. But what's, what's beautiful is that God knows they're more than enough. And so I'm grateful. I'm grateful. So grateful, man, because I, I got, I got, I have, I have friends whose daughters are not dating people that they would um, love for them to marry. And so I'm grateful. Uh, and I know a lot of you have had those situations, similar situations. And, and so I know that I'm blessed in this nine minutes in, I'm just, I'm just talking in freaking circle. Are you guys enjoying the fact that I, I, I have no plan for this. I just want, I just want to, I just want to share my heart and where, where I'm at. And I also, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to invite you into the process a little bit towards the end of this. So let's, let's do this. When I watched the episode of Father of the Bride with Steve Martin, there was, there was this first clip of, that I'm going to play for you. <laughs> and it's so funny. And now w- this wasn't the situation we were in, but what I love about the clip is it's when his daughter tells him and his wife and his, I think her little brother, that she's engaged. And remember the, the moment I talk about seeing Sohela as seven? Well, you, you can't watch it, but Steve Martin, uh, I'm going to play it, is he's dead silent when she tells them that she's engaged. Uh, and then he asks her a question about her fiance. And then he sees and hears her as a little girl, maybe six, six years old. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like this, this is exactly it. So I'm going to play this clip and, uh, and then unpack it. Here we go. What? I'm engaged. <laughs> I'm engaged. I'm getting married. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> He's not saying anything. He's just chewing. Oh my, my. Oh, so, oh my. And that's your engagement ring, huh? Yes, yes. We got it at a flea market outside of Rome. The guy we bought it from said it was at least a hundred years old. Wow. So, Dad, stop it. Say something. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Dad, I met a man in Rome, and he's wonderful and brilliant, and we're getting married. There it is. Mom, what's he doing? George. Okay. There, there it is. I mean, it, it was so funny. It's like, that is so true. Like, that, that is the epitome of, of, of what you feel in the moment as the father, right? Like, that's, the, that's exactly what it is. And um, I, I've watched that clip numerous times. I've watched it, and it still elicits the same amount of emotion that it did previously. And so, you know, so I, I guess, I guess here, here's the first thing, you know, 
understand that that those feelings are normal, right? You know, I, and I think it even goes back to like when your kids start dating. You know, it, it's like those feelings. I, I talk to a lot of uh, younger dads that come up to me and they're like, "Dude, I, I just can't even imagine." I can't even imagine my daughter, you know, my little girl, like dating somebody and like kissing another guy and like all, all these things. And what I tell them is like, the Lord actually prepares your heart for, especially like even dating. So like when Brady and Sohela started dating or when Sohela, or excuse me, Sayana and Noah started dating, we have a whole episode on dating. Our kids dating, you can go back uh, into the, uh, we'll, we'll find, uh, my team will find that episode exactly and put it in the show notes. You can go back and listen to that. But you know, even in those moments, yeah, it's like, okay, like your, your heart's a little tender, but you know, as your kids grow and as they mature and as they begin to explore their own belief systems and worldviews and things like that, like, it's like, you're just kind of prepared, you know? Friends, I did it again. I fed my dog again this morning. Why? Because I have to feed my dog every day. And you know what happened again? I poured my Sunday's dog food in a bowl and my dog Hawk devoured it like a starving velociraptor. I'm talking about destroyed it. Now, here's here's the thing. Why I love that he loves this food is it is the healthiest dog food you can find. Sunday's contains 90% meat, 10% vegetables and zero synthetic nutrients. That means that if I run out of food and it's the it's the apocalypse or something, I can eat my dog food. It's healthy for even us, okay? Um, and, and what I love about that is also my dog burners, they don't live very long. And so I've got to be feeding Hawk and Rome the healthiest food they can get. And Sundays does that. Sundays is convenient. So unlike other fresh dog food, Sundays is zero prep, zero mess, and zero stress, okay? Every order ships right to your door so you never have to worry about running out of dog food again. It costs 40% less than other healthy dog food brands because Sundays doesn't waste money shipping frozen packages. So here's the deal. You get 35% off your first order. So we worked out that deal for the dog loving human hope familia. So you get 35% off your first order of Sundays. Go to sundaysfordogs.com slash human hope and use the code human hope when you check out. That is S-U-N-D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-D-O-G-S.com forward slash human hope. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you're feeding your dog. Did you know that Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? First of all, we got to fix that. But anyway, knowing that, we breathe around 30,000 gallons of air a day. According to the EPA, indoor air could be two to five times more polluted than outdoor air. And in some cases, it could be 100 times more polluted. Y'all, that is jacked up. So I need to let you know that... When the air doctor got delivered to my door, my wife, who doesn't get excited about nothing, was like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting. I can't believe you bought me one of these. And I was like, I didn't. This is actually a partner of the show. And she was so excited. And we use it every single day. It's sitting the air doctor right behind my sofa right now. This air purifier is the best. And my wife is excited. So if my wife is excited, I know that it's the best because she is super crunchy. And she knows all the health things. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens like pollen, which, yes, it's Satan dandruff, pet dander, dust mites, and mold, so your lungs don't have to do it for us, right? So good. 
Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested bacteria and viruses and virtually 100% of all small particles. This is what I've got for you. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code HUMANHOPE. Depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. So to lock in this special offer, head to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code HUMANHOPE. You know, there, there's that whole kind of dad with a shotgun kind of issue. And I'm like, listen, if you pour into your daughters when they're, honestly, like if you pour into them when they're five and six and seven years old, like you're not going to need to have a shotgun polish because they're going to be able to stand up for themselves in a way that you're not going to need to be that, you know? Like, and, and I mean, how unhealthy is that anyway? We love to uh, joke about it. We love to, you know, be bravado when we say like, oh, when my daughter starts dating and boy comes over, I'm going to, you know, polish my knife color. It's like, no, honestly, like, you know, if, if you raise your daughters, right, you're not going to have to do that because your sons or uh, the guy that's, that's going to be dating your daughters going to already know that she expects respect. That, that's not to say that you, you won't stand up as her defender, but I guess all this to say, as, as this next season started rolling around for me, you know, Sayana's still dating Noah. So Hela is now engaged. I, I don't, I don't feel the need to even do that. You know, like I, I don't because these we've invited these young men into our lives enough to where they, they already know, they know these things that we don't have to scare into them. I'm a big believer that fear can change things for a moment, uh, but love literally changes things for a lifetime, right? So, oh my gosh, there was, um, I've got an episode coming out with my friend Kobe. She is a therapist in Charlotte, North Carolina. And she on her Instagram, oh my, maybe I can find it as we do this, but she, she had a clip today that actually says that, or was it yesterday? She said something like this. Oh yeah. Oh, here it is. Sweet. Listen to this. And guys, think about this while you, as, as your daughters enter into dating land, uh, listen to what she has to say. Let's see if I can get this thing to play. Oh yeah. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. I'm so proud of myself. I just want to remind you that fear motivates quickly, but love motivates sustainably. Boom. I mean, she said that a lot better than I could. Fear motivates quickly, love motivates sustainably. And so, you know, when it when it comes to when it comes to your daughters entering into a season of dating or into a season of marriage, it really is love. And that doesn't make your feelings any less complicated. It doesn't make mean that you're not going to have all these feelings. You're not going to impact them with your wife or your husband or your friends. But but understand that you know one of the one of the things that I think really helped me in this situation. I mean, it's crazy. Like when Brady and Sohela started dating. I mean, he was here all the time, like every day. Like he's like in our life. Like we take him on vacations. We've gone skiing with him. All these things. So he was able to see Heather in my relationship. He was ever able to see our relationship with each other, our relationship with Sohela. So inviting him in quickly. Like quickly, like they'd only been dating like a few, maybe months and we take them on vacation. And a lot of my guy friends were like, what are you doing? Like, why would you, why would you do that? And I was like, yeah, you know why? Because I want, I want to see him up close. He's going to see me up close. I'm going to see him up close. And I loved what I saw up close. And so stepping into this season of engagement, 
I've already seen him up close. Now, but when you see someone up close, of course there's things that you, you want, you know, people to change and things to shift. And of course I've told Brady those things and he's listened. And so that's great. We, but to be able to have a relationship that is continuing to grow, continuing to nurture, I think is important, you know? And so not everyone has that situation. Not everyone has, you know, Sohaila did not show up and say, hey, I met a guy in Rome when, or in Paris and we're engaged. Like that probably would have been a little bit of different reaction that I would have had. But knowing this, this has been a long time coming. So yeah, you know, I'm just kind of working through that moment of seeing my daughter. So like as, as six, like I think as a dad, you just, I don't, I don't think that's unhealthy. I don't think that's something that, especially like if I, if I didn't see her as a 21 year old now and just saw her at seven, that would be unhealthy. Uh, but no, I love the beautiful, strong woman that she's become. And uh, that clip, it, it just, I don't know, man, I, I watched it and I watched his face. You need to watch his face. And I, I got it. Like I, I definitely got it. So yeah, you know, the, um, back to the question of how, how are you feeling? Carlos, how are you feeling about all this? Let me tell you kind of where my, where, where my heart goes. My heart goes to, I, I think that the last, since 2019, we have walked through a lot with Sohela. We've probably walked through more hard stuff with her than we had I guess she was 17 at the time, the, the previous 17 years. And, you know, she'd always have like, like she had skin issues and eczema. We, you know, definitely had moments of really years of trying to get to the bottom of that. We haven't been able to get to the bottom of that. But as a parent, you pour everything you can into finding healing for your children. But then 2019, and again, we'll put the show notes in the show notes, the episode that Sohaila talked about her time in Vanderbilt Children's Medical Center at the hospital for, you know, a little under a month trying to find the culprit of just this horrible disease that she was going through and pain and suffering. And so as a parent, when suddenly the last few years of their teenage lives into adulthood, you're walking through some really deep things with them, hard, traumatic things with them, there can come a point where you feel like you are ultimately responsible for their healing you are ultimately responsible for their freedom. You are ultimately responsible for, for their protection. And can I tell you something? It's not true. Like, like, like we have been gifted and graciously gifted the honor of, par- of being their parents and being in their lives and, and raising them. But you're also, we also have to understand that these, these children are not ours. So Hale is not mine. I do not own her. Biblically speaking, you know, like if you go biblically, like I am, yes, I, I was able to shepherd her as her father, but now it's it's going to be somebody else. And and I get, I get to watch her join in relationship and marry a young man that I'm ultimately handing him every, every emotion, everything that I've poured into her and just being like, Hey, listen, like I, I trust you. I trust that you have her best intention in mind, that you will love her that you will honor her and that you will help her become more of who God designed her to be, right? And the same thing goes, I think, as a dad, understanding like that it's not my role to make her me, more of who God, who I want her to be. It's my role to make her more of who God designed her to be. And so the same thing for Brady, the same thing for any young man that is going to marry any of our daughters. Or, or I mean, this doesn't have to be fathers or you know husbands and wives. Like this could be wives and husbands. Like if you have a son, you hope that that woman that he's marrying is going to make 
your son, more of who God made your son to be, not who the wife wants the son to be. Does that that make sense? And I think, you know, I look at my marriage and I think like that is a gift that I have in Heather's is that she, she, she never once tried to change me and make me into who she wanted me to be. She continued to make me into who God designed me to be and more of me in healthy ways. And that that's the full expectation I have of Brady. That that's the full expectation. And I, I've let him know that. And, uh, no, you know, Noah too. Noah, when you, when you, when you listen to this podcast, who's dating Sayana again, more of who God created my daughters to be is what I'm expecting in the husband's role. Man. I, I mean, I'm going, I'm, go, I'm going a lot of places, but this is exactly what I wanted this to be. So let's get into my heart when it comes to my role as a father entering into the season, you know, as in every, as in every relationship and there's, there's frustrations in, in, in the whole, in, you know, engagement situation, I have had to, I've had to allow any frustrations that I may have had to really come under the covering and authority of, sorry, I'm getting like super faithy here, but that's, that's who I am. Right. So in the, in the covering and authority of Holy spirit in my emotions and whatever frustrations may be, however small they may be. And so as there were moments or have been moments in my relationship with Sohela the last, you know, few months where, you know, I took her to a soccer game the other day and we just had a conversation at the beginning where I just said, hey, listen, like there's moments as your dad that like, I, I just need, I need to know over the next 40 years, let, let, Lord, give me 40, 50 more years. I don't want to live past hundred. Okay. But like, I need you, I need you to know that like, all I simply want from you continued is trust and truth. And I feel like if I have those two things, trust and truth, that's going to be a great basis for me to continue in my fathering in the way that, that I, I can father you. I'm not, now I'm not going to father you the same way. Once you say I do, there's a lot of things that are going to shift, but the frustration that I may have, or anyone may have, this could be in any relationship. If trust and truth aren't like center, there can be a, a resignation. There can be a resignation in being like, you know what? That's it. Like, like you're, you're engaged. You guys are going to do what you want to do go for it. I, I resign. And Heather so graciously and lovingly reminded me, um, you're still her dad and you can't resign because there, there have been moments in this whole situation where I'm like, you know what? Forget it. Like I I've offered what I can offer hands up in the air. I'm over it. Just, just get married. <laughs> there, there have been moments like that. And there will probably continue to be moments like that to the wedding day, literally zero parents that have a son or daughter getting engaged cannot admit to having these moments. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just the one that gets that's sharing the truth. And so in these moments, you know, Heather just lovingly reminds me, you actually, you can't resign. Uh, you, you have to stay involved, uh, continue to stay involved all, not all the way until the wedding, but even beyond what's that going to look like. It's going to shift and it's going to change, but you can't resign. And so there's going to be moments of, and there have been moments of me wanting to resign even, even in it, because my emotions get the best of me. And, uh, and what I get to do is place those feelings of resignation under the authority of Jesus and Holy Spirit. And guess what happens? Bam, resignation goes away. And it's like, no, I get to continue to father in this season. And then when she gets married, I get to continue to father in that season as well, although it's going to look different. So just knowing that resignation and praying that resignation doesn't come in. Cause it can get, it can sneak up on you, you know? Yeah. 
I, d- I definitely wanted to unpack that uh, for a minute. And, and I think also when you, as a father, I was talking to my good friend, Phil, he's one of the pastors here at the belonging at my church. And he's just a little ahead of me. He's got a daughter that's been married for a few years and we were just talking and just, you know, it's the, now I, I need you to, to hear this in a, uh, in a way that take, just take it from like, take it at, at face value. It is hard when you have, it's, it's just, it's hard for anybody when you have poured everything you are into something and there's, there's literally nothing else in life that you do this with. You pour everything you are into a relationship only to watch that relationship because you have poured so much into it and you see the health and you see all the benefits and the growth that, that has happened. And then to basically give that away, to get to a place where you're like, okay, man, like, like what, what, every parent's going to go through this. What an incredible, you know, 18, 21 years, whatever it is that we have poured every fabric being every ounce of DNA, every ounce of love and support into this. And then you just hand, hand that relationship away. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen, but it it's actually like, I think spiritual, like it is, it refines you. It you know, as every parent, you know, when you send your kids off to college, the same thing. You're just like, wow. Like now, that's something that we actually never, you know, walk through. That a lot of my friends have is you know your kids moving away to go attend college somewhere else. Like our our kids, they're both going to be juniors next year. Wait a second, no seniors next year in college. Sayana, she's a freaking, you know, she graduated from high school with her associate's degree. I, I don't know how she did it, but dual enrollment, whatever. So they're going to graduate together. But we we never had the moment of like sending our kids off to college. Fortunately for us, I got a few extra years of my kids living here. But literally now, Sianna's moving out of the house. She's 19. She's moving out at the end of the summer. Uh, and then obviously, Sohaila's going to move out as she gets married. And you're just not, pre- you're, there's no book you can read that is going to prepare you for that moment. And there's no book you can read. Now there's a podcast you can listen to <laughs> that is going to prepare your heart for the complicated feelings you feel as your children get married. And, you know, so it, I know I keep hearing from people, oh my gosh, like, like grandparent stage is like, you know, amazing. I'm, I'm sure it's going to, I'm sure I'm going to be great grandpa. I, it, I mean, what should my grandpa name be? I think that it should be Papa Lo or Papa Los, but Sohaila's not into that. So now who names the grandparent? Like, is it the grandkid that names the grandparent or is it the grandparent that names themselves? My mom wanted to be called Lita. And so Abuelita. And so my kids called her Lita. I think I should have a, have a saying that I'm getting ahead of myself talking about grandkids. I mean, you know, that could happen. I could be a grandpa in a year. Well, hold on. If I do the math, I better not be a grandpa in a year. Yes. It's complicated. It's complicated. So you're duly excited and you're duly um, mortified, but you do feel as a father that your, that your role is shifting because it is. Uh, but I think that, that you end up pouring more into like the, the devastation uh, moments of it. All the friends I talk to who their kids have gotten married, you know, my, oh, I won't name his name, but he's just like, it sucks. It sucks. He's, he has four daughters. Three of them have all gotten married in the last few years. He's like, this has not been the greatest season of my life. <laughs> and it, I think it's okay to admit that, okay? We're not less of a human. We're, we're, it's not like we're less mature. It just sucks. 
There's some parts of it that suck. There's some parts of it that you're excited to see them blossom and grow and turn into everything you've prayed for them to be. But some of it just sucks. And it's okay to say it. Here's another clip from Father of the Bride where um, the fiance meets the parents. And this is after he's met the parents. And they're going to go out on the town. And the dad, Steve Martin, tells his daughter something. Uh, to put her jacket on or something. She ignores him, but then when her fiancé says it, she does it. <laughs> and the same thoughts. Ready? Here we go. She'll always love me, of course, but not in the same way. I was no longer the man in my little girl's life. I was like an old shoe, the kind <laughs> we manufacture and get all excited about and then after a few years discontinue. That was me now. Mr. Discontinued. <laughs> Mom? Don't wait up, okay? We might stop for a cappuccino. Oh, okay, fine. Well, good night, Brian. Good night. Um, good night, Mr. Banks. Oh, you can call him George. Or Dad. <laughs> George will be fine. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Same. Same. I know I'm not the old shoe. And so, Hala, actually, um, to be honest with you, as far as kids getting married first, she's she's very verbal with me and just how much she loves me and appreciates me and appreciates my input and my help and desires all of those things. And so I, I swear I got it so good. I've got it so freaking good. And um, I'm just grateful. Y'all know what I did this morning when I woke up? You know what I poured in my water? You know, because I talk about it all the time. I poured in some AG1. I take it every single day. What in the world is AG1? AG1 is just a scoop that Athletic Greens provides, filled with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients of the highest quality that give me major benefits like gut and mood support. Listen, if my gut is healthy and my mood is healthy, everybody wants to be around me. But when my gut is unhealthy, ain't nobody want to be around me. When my mood is unhealthy, ain't nobody want to be around me. And so AG1 does the trick for me. My AG1 is delivered every single month, so it's been super easy to make into a habit. Now, I know that for many of you, it's hard to keep up with the supplement routine. That's where AG1 comes in because it makes it so easy, right? And so instead of taking a whole bunch of things and shopping for a whole bunch of different supplements, just mix one scoop of powder in water once a day. It was created with that ease in mind so you don't have to figure out too much. Here it is. If you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D. Can I say that again? A free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash human hope. That's athleticgreens.com slash human hope. Check it out. I'm grateful that, that you know, I have a future son-in-law and a daughter that allow their overly emotional father slash father-in-law, future father-in-law, to do that, you know, and to be that and to be who I am. I think a lot of things would, a lot of people would recommend that just, you know what, just let it be, let it go, let your emotion, you know, don't let your emotions dictate, you know, the way that you, you know, respond or act. And I'm a, I'm a really emotional guy. And I think that's okay as a dad and a father of the bride. Like, I, I think, you know, Brady is marrying into a verbal processing, emotional, very tight-knit family. Like, th there's an expectation of, hey, listen, bro, like, like this is, 
this is what you're marrying into. This is, this is, you're not getting less of this now. You're getting more of this now. And, you know, letting him know that that is the case. I get a lot of questions about, did he ask you? Did he, did he ask you for her hand? And he did. And, you know, as a dad, I had, I had a few things that I wanted to see in him. And I, I feel like it was very appropriate that I, when he asked me, that I told him those things and that I saw him hear me and, and then hopefully work on the things that I asked him to work on. And I think it's very appropriate that you can, as a, as a dad, that the conversation doesn't just need to be a one time, especially if you have the same values and the same kind of worldview and truth scale, uh, spiritually speaking in your, in your life, I think that I'm way less concerned about like a good job and a stable, like all those, those things and way more concerned about emotion, being emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy. And because <laughs> trust me, the amount of, the amount of damage that being emotionally unhealthy can do. I've just, I've seen it my entire life in acquaintances that I've had myself included. It does a lot more damage than not having a good job. And so, you know, as a, as a dad, wanting, wanting to see those, those things, a desire for those things to be just focused on is I think important, you know, and, um, not even like, even, I mean, put it this way, like, like if, if you don't even know, I have the great honor of knowing the man that is marrying my daughter. I have the great honor of seeing deep into his life. If you don't even remotely know who this is, that's going to marry your son or your daughter. I think it's, it's, so appropriate that you're like, Hey, so like what systems you have in place in your life to make sure that you are spiritually and emotionally healthy and continuing to heal. Even if you don't even know what it could be that they're working on healing. I think it's okay to ask those things of them. I'm not the dad that's just like, yeah, yeah, sure. Of course. Yes. You have my blessing. Again, I'm no, I'm no Greek scholar. I'm no Bible scholar. I just know as I'm working on my next book and studying family structures, and what family really means and what it is that we should all be pushing each other towards health, um, never through shame, never through guilt, but through literally wanting to see the healthiest version of that person. And so, you know, we, I have watched Sohela, I have watched her strive for health. I've watched her work so hard for emotional and spiritual health. I've, I, I've not seen anyone work harder than her. So I think it's completely fair of me to say, hey, Brady or Noah or whoever ends up marrying any of my kids, I've been able to firsthand witness growth spiritually and emotionally. What, can I see what you have planned to make sure that that's something that you work on as well? And again, not, not even, I, I think a lot of times people, and we're going to get into this in the mental health series that's coming up. A lot of times people can view going to counseling or whatever it may be as like something that like, oh my gosh, I'm broken. I need to get fixed. And it's less about that and more about developing tools that you can use when things get, because can I tell you something? Love is only going to be able to carry, you know, feel, the feeling of love is only going to be able to carry you in hard conversations and hard situations so far. The, the, the tools that you get to put in your tool belt that you can work on yourself with are, are going to be, again, this is conversations I've had with both of them, Brady and Sohaila, are going to be much more valuable. And I'm not saying that you, you don't need a good job, that, that you know, you can be a, a amateur surfer that makes $1,000 a month and I'm not going to be concerned as a dad. That's not Brady. He's got a great job. I know that, that those things are important, but I also know 
that they're not as important as being spiritually and emotionally on a journey towards constant healing and constant discovery of more places to find freedom. And so, yeah, to want that for Brady and to want that for Sohela and to see that I've asked, I, I have. So, so that is one of the things I asked for. Uh, and both of them are doing it. Both of them are seeking that. And, you know, whereas I know that maybe they're doing that for because I've, I've just asked that and that wouldn't be something that they would just do on their own. I don't care. But because you're 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 still going to find freedom and find healing, even if you're doing it for somebody else, and you're going to be like, oh, huh? Could be, because can I tell you something? The first time I went to counseling, I don't want to go. I was doing it for Heather. I was like, oh my gosh, like oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not broken. Like like haven't done anything wrong. Like, there's nothing. And then I go and I was like, oh, I, I just I'm getting a little bit into the mental health series, but just know how truly important it is and fair it is and appropriate it is to want to see your future son-in-law or daughter-in-law on a journey of healing things that maybe they don't even know need healing. Because I, I, there's, again, things in me that, I mean, I've got a session in two weeks. Things are fantastic in my life. I mean, literally. And I don't even know what's going to happen when I go in there, but I guarantee you I'm going to find something that I'm like, oh, yes, this is so good. And it's going to make me better. And, and that's just it. You just want... I want Brady to become more Brady. I want Sohela to become more, more Sohela. And it's good. It's good. You know, one of the things that I love about Brady is that he has a desire to connect with me. And so like we're, we're, we talk fly fishing. Like I, I bought him I, maybe two years ago, maybe last Christmas, a fly fishing rod. And I've taken him fly fishing in Colorado a little bit. We've gone fishing here and there. And so like, that's something that I'm like, okay, sweet. This is, this may be the, th- the, one of the things that grow into other things. You know, we work out together. Well, he works out more than I do at Redline. And so like finding commonalities has been really good and really helpful for me, but then also having safe places. Okay. As, as the father of the bride, safe places to just vomit. This podcast isn't one like I'm, you're not getting my vomit. <laughs> you are, you are getting the cognitive reality and truth as to like what, what this, what my feelings really are, but I'm not, I, I do have a couple safe places that I can just vomit. Like all my feelings of like, Oh my God, this is, you know, this guy's volume. My little girl's getting married. Like those, those places like to have safe places and it's okay, you know, and to have friends that you can do that with. And they be like, they be like, what is this 1995 Carlos? And they are like, yeah, you know what? You know, Thanks for sharing those feelings. I those those feelings are very real for you, but that's not reality, <laughs> you know. And oh my gosh, I'm just so grateful for my friends that have been able to kind of slap me out of my when my mind does start to spin a little bit. It's it's okay. I, I guess I'm just here to tell you I feel a lot, and it's okay to feel all of these feelings as you enter in these seasons. And if you got little kids, you're gonna feel them all too, and you you've got enough in you to get through it not only get through it, but to enjoy it. That's one thing that I've, I've decided in the last two weeks. I was like, you know what? Like I, I really want to enjoy this next season and this process. And so I'm, I'm, I am, I'm enjoying, I'm getting maybe more involved in like helping Sohela find things for, you know, places to get married and like ideas for the weekend and things that honestly, I didn't, I, I had like zero input into my own wedding and that's just my personality, right? Like I, I'm like, I showed up. I'm like, Heather, you plan everything. Like I, 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 I really could care less. I just want to marry you. And 
now I'm like, you know, if you want some input for me, like I'd, I'd love to give you input for the, the, the weekend, uh, that it happens or weekday, whenever it happens. So I'm, I'm enjoying that part of it. It's fun. It is fun to watch her sister, Sayana kind of step into the, okay. Like, like the maid of honor bridesmaid, you know, the, I, the brides, all the bridesmaids are like all the, all my friends, little girls, like literally like when I knew them when they were all six and seven and five and and now they're all bridesmaids. It's just so mind blowing and it's beautiful. And, and we get to a, a place where we can, you know, I'm in the season of, if you listen to last week's podcast, I think Don touches on this, but I'm in the season where I can see the end more than uh, I'm closer to the end than I am to the beginning of most of us are right of life. And so like to be able to savor and enjoy the beauty of all these moments, you know, the beauty of who Brady and Sohela are, like just their love for the outdoors. He's an incredible songwriter. And just to like really like lean into those beautiful things of who they are. She's an incredible photographer, like literally with his songwriting and her photography, like they're going to freaking take over the world. I need you to remember the name Brady Pendergrass because I do believe that he's going to be an a, like a hit songwriter. And he, he is going to buy me my cabin. Brady, hopefully you're listening to this um, with your money that uh, you make from all of your country music number one hits, I would like a cabin in preferably around Bozeman, Montana, right on a river that your father-in-law can just fish at all the time, please. That would be great. But yeah, just to, to see the beauty of who they are, the beauty of, of what's to come. And then with all of the creative and artistic talent that have like my future grandkids, right? I start to imagine that, like how incredible they're, you know, how art, artistic they're going to be in I'm literally getting goosebumps thinking like, I know that I've spent 30 minutes talking about my emotions and like, that's what you guys were like, probably wanting to know, like, how are you doing? Like, oh my gosh, like, are you, is it torture? Is it, and you know, I got to unpack those things, but goosebumps are on my arms right now because of the beauty and the, the future that is, is before me. I'm so blessed. You know, I am, um, I can't believe, I can't believe that my prayer has been answered that Sohela found Brady. And wow, I'm just grateful. <sighs> you know, he, Brady was leading leading worship at church last uh, last Sunday at our church, and I'm I'm just sitting there, and uh, Sohela's like, oh, was she? Yeah, she was sitting next to me, and um, you know, look up on stage, and there he is, just singing his heart out. And I just had this moment of like, man, I'm just so grateful. So thank you, Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass, for raising my daughters future husband to be the man that he has become in Brady. Like I told you, when I finally gave you the green light, <laughs> which, which it was over two conversations, believe it or not, two different conversations and, and just the maturity in you. I'm so excited and I'm so grateful that you get to be my family now. Yeah. I'm just grateful. Let's, uh, let's move into this. How have I talked for 48 minutes? I'm so sorry. Uh, is anybody even listening to this anymore? Is anyone like, oh my gosh, Carlos is so emo. Can we get back to another interview? I do have, I do have a couple of, I mean, ain't no shame in my game. Let me just, let me just be straight. As we are planning this wedding, like we're looking for a place for this to happen out West. We'd love to rent it. We'd love to whatever, but I mean, there's, I may have listeners that have, yeah, I mean, one of you may have, oh my gosh, we've got, we, we've got a, we've got a place in, I don't know, Jackson, that's overlooking the mountains. It's it's a little backyard. Y'all can pull up and everyone can walk out. Like we're, we're looking for a place. So, so someone has like camps or involved in just places with a beautiful view that you think these mountain loving 21 year olds would love to say their nuptials. Nuptials? Is that even the right word? 
So we're looking for a place. If you have one, if you know of one, I wouldn't mind hearing from you. Either DM me on Instagram or email me at carlos at carloswhitaker.com with two T's. We're looking for just kind of all the wedding stuff, you know? If, if you, I mean, maybe maybe your small business does stuff like this. Um, maybe you're somebody that we could use uh, when it comes to this stuff. So, you know, the, the kids, we've given them their budget and the kids, the young adults, we've given them their budget. And so, yeah, they get to, they get to work within the budget, which is... You know, this isn't a Kardashian wedding. We're not looking for that. <laughs> maybe, maybe Sohela is, but yeah. So I am. I am looking. If if you have a space, if you have, and we're we're looking at, at a destination thing. So it could be Tahoe. It could be Jackson. It could be Montana. It could be you know anywhere out west. They love the mountains. Uh, hit me up. Like, let me know. Like this. This would be that. That'd be amazing. If you're a you know if you do invitations. If you do you know let me highlight your small business. Whatever it may be. Is there, are there any other clips, Father of the Bride, that I need to play that I've, that I've, no, I'll just start crying. I can't, I'm over it. I can't do it. I love you. Thanks for letting me uh, do this thing. This has been cathartic for me. And if you're watching on YouTube, uh, you've got to see how my face gets flush when I start talking about certain things. Uh, fam, love you. Dr. Delight, hit it. Hey. This is Father Bride, God, listen to the girl with the giggle smash, welcome, guys. I'll see you next week on another episode of Human Hope. Hey!